Hallelujah. Praise the name of Jesus. Dear listeners of On Fire Agape Radio, God bless you so much. My name is Pastor Francis Karuga, um, born of uh, the incorruptible word of God. Um, and I want to thank God for this far that he has taken care of me. He gave me salvation, which I did not even know about. It is because of his grace um, that I am born of him. I bless his name because of his love and his mercy towards me. I am a mini, I, I minister under the Grace Covenant Church in Kenya, Kiambu County. And more importantly, I thank God because of uh, his love that is so unending. My dear listener, I want to thank God for you. Uh, even for choosing to keep it right here on On Fire Gap Radio. Uh, indeed, I promise you that you'll never, ever fail to get what you need because God cares for you through different uh, presentation that comes on air so that you indeed are equipped and identified. We thank God for the powerful team that works behind the scene to make sure that, um, that we receive the message on time and, of course, in a very effective manner. The Lord bless them in a mighty way. My dear listener, we also do have um, uh, an online TV, uh, and therefore, uh, even as you follow the link as I give you, it will help you to see more of maybe what you might have missed along the way. So the link is www.onfireagapeministry.org. Uh, kindly get into that, uh, get into uh, the, the ministry's website and you'll be able to see a lot more. And particularly for those who may want to uh, stretch your hand and uh, become uh, partners uh, with the on fire that it's all much uh, encouraged and God will definitely bless you in a mighty way. Tonight, we embark on our subject that we started from the book of 2 Corinthians chapter 1 and I repeat by reading verses 10 uh, so that going forward now we can move on to the present tense salvation. So the Bible says, in verses 10, who delivered us from so great a death and does deliver us in whom we trust that he will still deliver us. We've been focusing um, our mind on uh, these three aspects that I mentioned there. Um, there is this word deliver deliverance which is mentioned in three times. The first one is mentioned as in the past tense. The Bible says that who delivered us uh, from such a great death, that means that that happens once and for all. And we were looking at it from the Bible and the various passages we looked at, they were helping us to see it as justification of our spirit in that we were saved uh, from the power um, from the, we were saved from the penalty of sin 
and that is uh, from going to hell. That will never happen uh, again. It was once and for all. When Christ Jesus died on the cross, he wiped away our sin. He, he deprived the devil the power of death. And therefore, in the spiritual realm, the devil does not have power over anyone that is born of God. And anyone that is born of God has already been uh, introduced, entrenched, born into a family. That is where he belongs, and he carries the DNA of God, that is the Holy Spirit. And that Holy Spirit is permanent. It's there. It's a seal of righteousness, according to the book of, Rome, of uh, Ephesians 1 and verses 13. Just like uh, a DNA... A biological DNA cannot change. You cannot change from uh, belonging to that person who gave birth to you to another person. So it is also the DNA of God. The Holy Spirit can never depart from you. He remains and he dwells in you. Actually, the word dwells, that is what the Bible uses. He dwells in you. You are actually the dwelling place of the Holy Spirit for those that are born of God. That indeed is in line with the first part of salvation, which means that he delivered us, he saved us, you know, from the so great a death, that which we were in Adam. We were born in Adam, we were headed to hellfire, that's why it was a great death, and uh, God reversed that judgment uh, on the side of man on the cross, so that now whoever believes is justified, uh, is set free, uh, is from the, 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 the future condemnation, so that, um, you know, he is a forever a child of God. Amen. And that basically happened to your spirit. Your spirit was raised again from the dead, was, was uh, snatched from the hands of Satan, the prince of the power of the air, uh, who reigns over the spirit of the, those who are non-believers, and was transferred into the kingdom of his dear son. So that is now the custodian of that spirit is jesus christ so that now the book of colossians chapter 3 and verses 3 would tell you that you died and your life is hidden with christ in god that will never be repeated and therefore you belong with christ forever your spirit was raised again and that happened so not gonna be repeated but then the second one it says and does deliver us so this one uh it, the word does basically is a verb um, is a verb, and basically it's a present continuous uh, tense. So then, that is what is happening today. So this one, we need to figure out, it happens to who? Because your spirit was raised again, and it was hidden with Christ in God. So the book of James, uh, the book of James, James, um, uh, chapter 1, um, the book of James, chapter 1, is helping us a lot in this area because uh, it's addressing uh, the soul. Because it says here in James chapter 1 and verses uh, 19, the Bible says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be saved to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness uh, the implanted word which is able to save your souls.
Praise the name of the living God. Now, Apostle James is addressing the church. And how do I know that he's addressing the church? Yeah, because he's uh, saying that, uh, so then my beloved brethren, that is in verse 19, my beloved brethren. So this word brethren basically was appealing to the speeches of uh, the apostles when they were addressing the church. They have become brothers because they believe in the same Lord. They have been able to receive the same spirit. They have been able to receive the same baptism. They have become one. They are brothers. So it is addressing you that is born of God. And so what is it addressing you? Because in the first place you have been born of God. Now um, you need to be guided. You need to be taught. You need to be fed. You need to grow. You need to mature. That is why the church is always being addressed so that there can be maturity. And as a result, that realization of who they are, knowing God and appreciating God and serving God may be able to apply. So now here the Bible is saying that let every man be safe to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath. So contrary to uh, uh, these things that I mentioned here, if one was not to be slow to speak, if one was not slow to wrath, if one was not slow uh, uh, to, you know, was not swift to hear, then you will find that the person will do the opposite and will not be uh, uh, basically uh, showing a picture of Christ. So this basically is guidance helping a believer to represent Jesus and uh, basically to bear fruits of righteousness. Therefore, verse 20 saying, For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. If anyone then uh, is full of wrath and bitterness, eventually God is not going to be glorified. Remember this address in Christians, right? Whose spirit have been raised from the dead and is hidden with Christ in God. <coughs> Very interesting. So the question is, who is this person that is being addressed because the spirit, the spirit has already been perfected. He has been hidden with Christ in God. Because in God, there's no imperfection. In God, there is no any, any, any measure of unholiness. In God, you know, only the justified spirit can dwell there. So the spirit of man has already been justified. Who is this person that is being addressed not to have wrath, not to, you know, not to be swift uh, uh, to, to speak, uh, you know, to be swift to wrath? Who is this person that is being addressed? So now, verses 21 says, Therefore, lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness, and receive with meekness the implanted word, which is able to save your soul. Praise the name of the Lord. We thank God, because this verse is making it so clear now. Because it's saying, uh, you that is born of God, you can actually in your soul, you can have... You know, you can have um, a filthiness, you can have an overflow of wickedness. This is serious. Your spirit has been perfected. It has been hidden with Christ in God. Well, you are a son of God. You have the Holy Spirit. He's a seal. He's permanent. He's indwelling you. But your soul can have filthiness and can have an overflow of wickedness. So this is what now the Bible is saying. Lay aside all filthiness and overflow of wickedness and receive with meekness the implanted word, 
which is able to save your soul. So now, what is going to save your soul, brethren, if you're following? It is the word of God which has been implanted in yours, in you. When you have the gospel, when you when you when you believed and you are saved, behold, it is the word of God which was implanted in you. You have been in the church, you have been hearing the word of God. The word of God has been implanted in you. You can choose to ignore the word, and as a result, in your soul, there will be filthiness and there will be overflowing of wickedness. What is the remedy here? You're being to lay all that aside. It is within your power to do so. If And how can you do it? Rely on the word which was implanted in you, and that is what is going to save your soul. Praise the name of the living God. So therefore, the subject uh, to the salvation of uh, the pleasant tense, it is the soul. Praise the name of the Lord. The soul is the one which is the seat of emotion. Now, it is the soul that desires to eat meat. It is the soul that desires to drive a wonderful vehicle. It is the soul that desires to live um, in, in, in a very wonderful, well, and neat flat. It, it is the soul that, that desire to marry or even to have a second wife. All these things, emotions, now, the affections of love are so much made manifest in the soul, and therefore the body itself uh, is a structure through which everything is made manifest. Therefore, we see that um, uh, uh, the spirit is the one who knows the spiritual things. Praise the name of the Lord. And therefore, uh, we thank God because now we can see clearly that our soul in this present salvation is the one which is the subject this one involves your soul as you walk in the spirit as you walk by faith as you depend on the word of god then your soul continue to receive um, salvation from the power of sin that is in your life you remember what apostle paul says in the book of romans chapter 7 that he has discovered that he is not the one who does what he hates. What he, what he likes, he does not find himself doing. He discovered that it is a sin that dwells in him. Apostle John also repeats the same thing when he's addressing the church on fellowship in the book of First John chapter 1, when he says that if we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, it's faithful and just to forgive us. He's saying, if we say that we do not have that noun, sin, in singular, a noun, if we don't have the ability in us to do wrong, then we are not telling the truth because in us we have the ability. That's why temptation keeps coming our way because even the devil knows that we can easily fall into sin. So if we say uh, that we do not have the ability in us to do wrong, we are not telling the truth. The truth is not in us. But if we agree uh, with what the Bible is saying, that uh, we have weakness and that because of that, Christ died on the cross to save our spirit and now our souls are being saved by and by, that is what you call sanctification. When, when, when we rely on God, when you walk in the spirit, when you apply the word of God in our life, then that salvation in the present tense keep on now taking place upon our soul. Praise the name of the Lord. You and I know very well, when we let the word of God to dwell in us richly, 
then indeed um, we will we will find ourselves therefore glorifying God, worshiping God, and our bodies will be found to be representing God because the fruits that is there now, the fellowship between the spirit and the soul will culminate into our bodies walking in the right place, doing doing the right thing, and manifesting God in every aspect of our life. So uh, when we look at the book of First Timothy chapter 4, something similar to that, uh, verses um, uh, 15 and 16, Apostle Paul is addressing Timothy and telling him, Meditate on these things, give yourself entirely to them, that your progress may be evident to all. Take heed to yourself and unto the doctrine, continue in them, for in doing this you will save both yourself and those who hear you. Now we know that Timothy is born of God. Timothy has been an incredible disciple of Apostle Paul. He has been saved at some point and he has been following and practicing the doctrine of Jesus Christ. So we have no doubt that Timothy has already been born of God. He's a child of God. He is full of, he is indwelled by the Holy Spirit. And Paul is now giving him instructions on what to do once he himself is departed. Wow, amazing. So then what is Paul saying? Saying, Timothy, meditate on these things that I've been teaching you. Yes, meditate on them. Make sure that uh, you live according to what you preach. As you do this, when you apply these things first in your life, you'll not only save yourself, but you'll also save those who hear you. What salvation is this? This one is not of the past tense because Timothy is already born of God. This one is speaking of salvation in the present tense, sanctification, that when Timothy practices what he preaches, or when he, he well, but, or, but when he, or when he, he practices and then he preaches, whichever way, uh, definitely he will save himself. He will sanctify his own soul. Praise the name of the Lord. He will preach the gospel without hypocrisy. He will be standing for the truth. He will be teaching the truth. He will definitely be a, a great minister of Jesus Christ. Praise the name of the Lord. When he stands before the people, he does not tell the people to do what he does not do. So basically, uh, he will, like allowing God to manifest his glory, to fulfill his word in his life, he is letting God by applying the word of God in his life. So therefore, even as other people receive great revelation and their souls are being you know, are being saved from the word of God as is being preached by Timothy, Timothy too also will be receiving the same. This one is standing for sanctification. Praise the name of the living God. And therefore, if you may have time, look at the book of John 17 and verse 17, where Jesus, when he was offering a prayer for the disciples, he said, Father, sanctify them with thy truth. Your word is the truth. Hallelujah. So what sanctifies the soul of a believer is the truth, and the word of God is the truth. That is the present tense salvation. Next time, uh, keep it right here for we shall look at the, uh, uh, the, the third tense of salvation. God bless you so much. And uh, shall we pray together now? Father, in the name of Jesus, we worship you, we give you glory. Thank you for my dear listener. 
and thank you so much for using me as a vessel to address them. I pray that you follow your word now in their life, and may you continue, King of Glory, Lord, to increase their love for you. Thank you because as, as we continue following your word, we receive healing in our souls, in our physical bodies, in our spirit. We receive identification. We are being reminded and you are being held king of our glory. Jehovah Father, to just set our mind on Jesus, who is the author and the finisher of our faith. Thank you so much, O oh God, even for the uh, the programmers of this uh, organization. May you bless them, continue to increase their love for you too, expand them in every aspect. Let your glory be made more manifest through them all over the global village. In the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. God bless you so much. Keep it right here on On Fire Agape Ministry and you will never be the same again. Amen. I made it through And I don't know how I did it I made it through And I can't tell how I did it But one thing I know Jehovah took it over And that is how I made it through This is my testimony And I don't know how I did it I made it through And I can't tell how I did it But one thing I know Jehovah took it over And that is how I made it through I believe you also have your own testimony Woo! You made it through and you can't tell how you did it You made it through And you can't tell how you did it But one thing I know Jehovah took it over And that is how you made it through Upstairs are we together? You made it through And you don't know how you did it You made it through And you can't tell how you did it But one thing I know I don't know whether you know too Jehovah took it over And that is how you made it Did we? Did we? Did we? Did we? We made it through And we don't know how Woo! We made it through And we can't tell how we did it But one thing we know Woo! Can you say that again? We made it through And we don't know how we did it We made it through And we can't tell But one thing We know Jehovah Give Him glory 
I don't know how I did it. I made it through, and I can't tell how I did it. But one thing I know, Jehovah took it over, and that is how I made it through. I made it through.
Gospelmetrics.com